Hi, I'm Emily with the Limitless Female Podcast. You are listening to episode 75, Emotionally Confident Kids FHE Series. Lesson one, don't be afraid to feel your feelings. Woman, welcome. If you're a mama who is feeling all the feels of motherhood, the ups and downs of hormones, and maybe even depression, then you are in the right place. Limitless Female is your confident inner voice, helping you master your mood and create the epic life that calls you. My goal is to show you just how enough you are so you can show up limitless in your own life. Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I'm really excited about this series I've created for you and specifically for your kids. I have created a series of family home evening lessons or lessons you can share with your family and your kids to teach them what to do with their feelings, how to manage their emotions, how to feel their feelings so they don't have to um, video game all the time or to constantly need to have fun, as my kids say. <laughs> They're like, what else are we doing fun today? And I try to help them understand it's okay not to always be distracted and all of those things. So that is what these lessons are for. I really see them serving your family so well. I see a need that I want to fill when it comes to our kids and their misinterpretation of emotions, their... Uh, unwillingness to feel them, their fear of emotion, their fear of of failure, of lack of acceptance, of confusion, of not knowing. I think that we live in such a comfortable world that our kids are really um, not equipped with the tools to feel their feelings. We are we have so much at our disposal to be distracted and to choose something other than feeling that I just wanted to teach you guys a few things. I wanted to make it really easy for you to teach your kids what you are learning on the podcast and what you as my one-on-one clients are learning. I want you guys to give these to your families. And I've had so many requests from you to How do we put this into a program for our kids? How do I teach this to my families? How do I teach these things to my kids? They're such life-changing tools, and I wanted to do that for you. So you will hear these series here on the podcast, and I am also in the process of creating a family home evening series template for you. So I will create possibly videos, um, but worksheets, activities, supplies you will need, very simple family activities and lessons that you can teach your kids at home. Um, And I am going to make that available for free for the first 100, um, I don't know, users, right? I want to kind of beta test it. So if you want to be one of those people, look for the link um, at the bottom, at the end of this series. Listen to this series, share it with friends. You guys get it out there, leave reviews. I want to hear your thoughts. And then I am going to give it away for free for the first 100 people. And then I will sell it to you guys so you guys can continue to have it and keep it um, at your disposal because it's just so amazing. You can use it to teach a activity days lesson. You guys can use it to teach your 
your primary presidency, your your Relief Society presidency. I just think these tools are so amazing. And because I've had all the requests um, for different people for me to come teach their, their presidencies, their kids, their families, I just thought, let's make it accessible. And I'm so excited about this series, Emotionally Confident Kids. So today, without further ado, let's hit on the first awesome lesson, you guys. Tell your kids, perk up, here we go, okay? All right, what emotions do you love feeling? When you guys to think about that, what do you love feeling? Do you love feeling like that cozy feeling you feel during fall? I think about the smell of an apple pumpkin. I think about orange and tans and creams and warm browns and leaves falling. And I think about the decorations and that community that kind of shows up during the holidays and Halloween time. I think about seeing hundreds of people on the street where normally there are zero. And I think about the feeling that fall evokes for me. For me, fall feels cozy. Fall feels comfortable. Fall feels grounded. Okay? What emotions, can you guys think of an emotion word that come up for you when you think of fall? What other things create emotions that you like? I think about when I used to drive in the car and my dad would drive us from Arizona to Salt Lake City to see my cousins. It was a long drive. And I loved the feeling of sleeping, knowing he was at the wheel and we were safe. Do you guys have that feeling when you're in the back seat and you have a pillow or you're doing crossword puzzles or on your screen and you feel just completely safe and you don't have to think about what's going on outside of the car? You do think about how long it will take to get there, maybe. (laughs) But you're really enveloped in this feeling of safe, this feeling of trust right? Those are all feelings that we love to feel. What feeling words do you love to feel and when do you feel them? But you guys, I also love roller coasters. I love that feeling when you're going up the roller coaster and you hear the tick, 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 and you're getting to the tippity top of the roller coaster It's this feeling of anticipation. Do you guys know that word? Like anticipating the next feeling, right? Like, oh, what is it going to feel like? I don't know. And then you get to the very highest point of the roller coaster and you feel it kind of the weight of your body level out. And then all of a sudden it drops. Okay. And I also love that feeling. That feeling when your stomach rides all the way up into your throat And you're absolutely weightless and your body is pressed right up against the seatbelt of the roller coaster and your head is rattling around. You guys, this is what I sound like when I'm going down a roller coaster. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Holy cow. Holy cow. (laughs) My kids crack up because I just say, holy cow. Holy cow. (laughs) But you guys, even though it's terrifying and it's, fear that I'm feeling, I love it. Okay. I loved it as a kid. I would go back for it over and over and over. How many of you like the feeling you get on roller coasters? 
or even just something you haven't done before, like paintballing or the feeling of a first dance recital. That feeling you get when you don't exactly know how it's going to go, but you've prepared and you're really excited, but you also feel some fear. Okay. I also love that feeling. And I think I like the feeling of fear because I know that I'm going to be okay. When I go down a roller coaster, when I'm dropping off of that high rise up to the very top of the roller coaster and then it drops, there's some things I'm thinking, okay? I mean, I'm not thinking them out loud and saying them. Of course, I'm saying, holy cow, but you know what I'm thinking? I'm not going to die. Everything's going to be fine. Many people have done this roller coaster before. It's probably very safe. I'll be so glad I did it when I'm done, right? I have all these thoughts that help me feel fear in a way that feels really safe. So what I want to talk with you guys today about is to know that your feelings can't hurt you. Okay, your feelings can't hurt you. And the second big thing is that how you're feeling is exactly right. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing to get rid of. There's no fire that needs to be put out. Okay. And we're going to kind of jump back and forth between my two favorite characters when I'm talking about feelings. We're going to talk about the detective and the firefighter. Okay. The detective and the firefighter. So first of all, you guys, all feelings are normal. If you feel it, then it's normal, at least for you, right? How can someone tell us that something we're experiencing isn't normal? It is for you because you're the one feeling it. If you weren't supposed to be feeling it, you wouldn't be feeling it. There's nothing wrong with you. Now, it doesn't mean we always want to feel that way. Okay, if we're feeling really sorrowful or sad or depressed, it doesn't mean we always want to feel that way. But it is good to know that there's nothing wrong with you if you're feeling any type of emotion. How you feel is how you feel. And, and it's nothing to apologize for, you guys. So there's a little history about feelings you guys need to know before we become the detective, okay? Feelings a long time ago were kind of a red flag for all kinds of dangerous things, okay? Remember, well, you don't remember because you weren't around, but a long time ago (laughs) when we didn't have homes and buildings and toilets and all these things, we lived in groups and we were hunters and gatherers. We were hunting for our food and we were gathering berries and we were staying connected so that we could stay alive, okay? Have any of you guys seen the movie The Crudes? They all work together and they try to stay alive. That is the most important thing, right? And it's like, fire is new. That means death. Stay alive. Don't touch fire. Everything new means death, right? In the crudes. It's like, if we've never seen it before, it means death. Okay? So back then, we felt fear and fear kept us alive. If we were out hunting for food, but there was a lion that was hunting us, we might feel some fear. And we would listen to that fear and we would run back in the cave and we would stay alive. And fear was really important back then. And it really helped us. 
Okay? So that's the history of fear, except for you guys. We don't live like the crudes anymore. Okay? The crudes were constantly trying to stay alive. You know what? For most of us, if you're listening to this podcast, you have a listening device like an Alexa or an iPod or a car. And you probably are not having to worry about surviving. You're worried about just living your life. Living is so different than surviving, but your emotions don't know that. Your emotions still think that you might be hunted by a tiger. They still think like the crudes that everything new is bad, that fire is bad, that people you've never met are dangerous, that people's feelings and opinions of you at school are dangerous. So it's going to give you fear all the time. And it's going to tell you that fear means you should run away and not do the thing. But remember when I went on the roller coaster? Did fear mean that I was actually in danger? It didn't, right? Fear was just an emotion that came with me on this amazing, exciting, unknown, like stomach-turning experience on the roller coaster. Fear just came along for the ride. It sat in the seat next to me. But no longer do I listen to fear as I shouldn't do something. It means danger. Because my brain, my brain still doesn't know that I'm not a crude. My brain thinks I'm still a crude, but I know that I'm not. Okay? So in order for me to be a detective of my feelings, okay, I have to think about my feelings and remember that they are not dangerous. That feelings give me a clue to what's going on. But I have to actually investigate that clue. I can't just believe my brain when it tells me this feels scary. Fear means run away. Okay? I get to act like a detective and say, okay, but why do I feel fear? When I'm going on a roller coaster, I feel fear, but I know that I'm safe. I know that I've done it before. I know that I've always lived through it before. I know that all the people on the roller coaster with me also believe it's safe. I trust that Six Flags has done a good job at making this a safe roller coaster. I choose to do something exciting, even though I'll feel a little fear. You guys, this is your detective superpower, okay? It is to choose what you want to think about negative emotions like fear, okay? You get to choose what you want to think about them. When you feel fear, you can choose thoughts like, I've always lived through this before, Have you ever felt scared before the first day of school? You get to decide, you know what? I probably feel fear because the crudes tell me that fear means I'm doing something new and I might die. But I know that no one's ever died from going to school for the first day. That's you using your detective superpower to take a look at the feeling and investigate it like a detective. What does fear mean? Why do I feel the fear? Do I want to believe the fear? Do I want to do the thing, go to my first day of school and bring fear with me? Now let's talk a little bit about a firefighter. 
A firefighter approaches a problem like an emergency, right? They're called when we have emergencies. When a house is on fire or someone's leg is stuck in their bike, I speak from personal experience. <laughs> when I was little, my best friend's leg got caught in the spokes of her bike and we had to have the fire department come and cut uh, the spokes on her bike. We were so sad because we had put all those color beads on the bike that like slide up and down the spokes while you ride. So it makes all these fun sounds when you're riding. Um, and they had to cut up her bike to get her leg out. So the fire department comes when there's an emergency and they don't spend time trying to figure out how the person got stuck or what they were doing there in the first place. That's kind of what the detective does, right? The firefighter is there to quickly put out the problem, to quickly put out the fire, not to investigate, but to solve the problem quickly. And a lot of times when we see negative emotion like fear or worry or sadness, we tend to approach it like a firefighter. We want to get rid of the emotion so quickly because remember, the crudes tell us fear means death, right? So we want to get rid of it quickly so we don't die. But when we act like a detective, instead of putting out the fire, we investigate it, okay? We treat our negative emotion like something to question instead of something to get rid of. Have you ever put your hand on a stove or on something hot and pulled it away very quickly because it was so hot? Well, what happens when we do that is the heat touches our hand and our hand sends a signal all the way up through our arm to our brain and our brain then is signaled that something is hurting and then our brain sends a signal all the way back down to our hand to pull our hand away, okay? So when we touch a hot stove, pain is really important in helping us stay alive, right? The pain signals us to move our hand away. Notice in that situation, we aren't mad that we feel pain. We're not mad that it hurt when the stove hurt us. I mean, we're, we're sad that it hurts, but we don't sit around and have thoughts like, man, my body shouldn't be so easily burned, right? Or it's not fair that I, that I have to feel hotness, right? I wish I had no feeling in my hands at all. We don't think those thoughts, right? That's using the detective superpower. Choosing the thoughts we want to think about fear, about worry, about stress, about the unknown confusion, what other people think about you, choosing on purpose what you want to think about those feelings is really what's going to help you become a better detective and to use your emotions like a clue instead of thinking that you shouldn't feel that way. Now, in the case of your body feeling pain to pull your hand away, it really helps us, right? We're so grateful that our body feels pain because if we didn't feel pain, we would burn our hand so badly because we wouldn't know that something bad is happening. 
we can use our emotions in that way. In that way, a lot of emotions are what we call clean pain. Okay? Sadness can be a really good clue. Remember, like a detective might find a clue as to what you need. Sadness might need, mean you need a hug. It might mean you need to talk through what you're feeling. Sadness might mean that you miss somebody. But there is nothing wrong with feeling sad. It's a clue. It's not a fire to be put out. Sadness isn't something we need to get rid of by eating ice cream or forgetting about it. Sadness is something that we should investigate like a clue, right? Just like how the pain on the stove tells us to pull our hand away, sadness might be telling us to go talk to our parents, right? Sadness might be telling us to read our scriptures or to like make a friend, right? Fear might be telling us to get ready, to be prepared, right? And we get to choose what we want to think about that, that fear is useful, that sadness can be useful, right? That all of those feelings we feel, they can serve us. They can be what we call clean pain. They can be really helpful. The final part of this lesson that I want you guys to know is that we know that sadness is of Heavenly Father because even God wept. In the scriptures, there are many different times where it talks about God and his emotions. In Moses 7, 28, it says, And it came to pass that the God of heaven looked upon the residue of the people and he wept. So even God felt sorrow. God cried. And I hope that helps you when you feel sad or when you feel fear or when you feel confused or when you feel worried to know that you are not alone. That those emotions can help you if you treat them like a detective and you look for clues. You look for what it might mean and you decide what you want to think about the sorrow. Maybe it's good that you're sad. Maybe it tells you that you need a hug. Maybe it tells you that you need to say a prayer or that you need more direction. Maybe it's good that you feel feel fear about the first day of school. It will help you prepare better. But you also get to decide that fear will not hurt you. Fear will not cause you pain. Even if the next day you do something and you maybe feel embarrassed, we know that you get to decide what you think about embarrassment. Maybe it's okay to feel embarrassment. Maybe nothing's gone wrong. It will not hurt you. The truth about feelings is that they are simply a vibration in our body. So just like when we touch the hot stove and it sends a signal up to our brain and then our brain sends a signal down to our hand and tells us to move it, when we have a thought, it creates a chemical reaction and sends a signal down to our body and it creates a vibration in our body. That's why we call emotions like sadness and happiness and joy, that's what we call them 
feelings because we actually feel them in our body. It's an actual vibration in our body. And so we know that emotions don't mean pain. They don't mean death. They don't mean danger. Okay. We get to investigate them and use them as a clue instead of getting rid of them like a firefighter. All right, you guys, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the first lesson of this Family Home Evening series, Creating Confident Kids. Um, I am really looking forward to getting you all of them out after they have all been released through the podcast. They will be available for you guys to download for free um, until 100 have been downloaded, and then um, I'll make them available for you guys to buy. But um Go ahead, keep listening to them. Feel free to teach it to your family. But if you want that printed out copy to help you teach it to your family with the scriptures that go with it, um, some of the characters and the metaphors that I use in it, as well as um, some of the different activities that can go with it, wait till the end of all the series have been released. So there should be about three or four of them. And then you guys can get access to all of them at once. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. If you have questions about anything you've learned here on the podcast or want help with something going on in your own life, hop on a free coaching call with me. In just 30 minutes, you'll have real tools for your unique situation. Go to limitlessfemalecoaching.com forward slash work with me, or you can find a link in the show notes below. Spots are limited, so grab one before you miss it.